Ladies and gentlemen, people of Earth, you know what time it is. It is time for the Word of the Week podcast. I am your host, Von Joseph. So what is the Word of the Week? Well, the Word of the Week is trust. So on today's episode, I'm going to go in on a topic that we all deal with every single day, no matter where we are, where we live, or what we do in life. Whether you're in sunny California, sitting on a beach, you're dealing with trust. Do I trust that guy with the ice cream truck over there? Did he do something kind of crazy to the ice cream before he brought it over? Or if you're on a level three security prison yard, you're still dealing with trust. Is my cellmate gonna shank me while I'm sleeping? So, trust. Trust is the foundation of all human connections, from chance encounters to friendships and intimate relationships. It it governs all the interactions we have with each other. No one would drive a car or walk down a sidewalk or even get in an airplane if we did not trust the other person took their responsibilities seriously. I'm going to give you some ways to go about getting people to trust you better, but I'm also going to give you some ideas as to what you can do to help you deal with trust issues if you happen to have them. Most of us do. Not everybody, but most of us do. We've, we've pretty much all been burned in one way or another at some point in our lives. So I read a quote uh, the other day that said, Trust is the conduit for influence. It's the medium through which ideas travel. If they don't trust you, your ideas are just dead in the water. If they trust you, they're open and they can hear what you're offering. Having the best idea is worth nothing if people don't trust you. That's amazing because that's exactly spot on, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. So, you know, we trust that other drivers will stay in their lane, that conductors and pilots that are navigating our vessels will be sober. You know, we, we, we trust that the person that's making our food in the back is, is going to not handle it inappropriately. Or most importantly, that our relationship partners will be trustworthy. That's a huge one, because I know a lot of us have fallen victim to that. Nothing's worse than opening yourself to another person, and then they not have your back. Relationships with family, you know, friends... Uh, partners, you know, those are the cornerstone of happiness in our lives, in my opinion, once again. Uh, hell, we're even putting our trust in cars that drive themselves now. We trust everything. We have trust everywhere. Does anyone trust the media anymore? Who or what can you trust these days? Everyone's talking about fake news and all this stuff. How do we even know what's real anymore? We're so inundated with Facebook and stories that we see on there that people are taking as the, the truth and running with it. It's crazy. Scientific studies confirm that body language is an all 
important thing when it comes to making first impressions. Forming new relationships and maintaining existing relationships. Three things we do every day. There's this rule, it's called the 738-55% rule. 7%, 38%, 55%. It's postulated by this psychologist named uh, Albert Mehrabain. And he points to three elements that inform first impressions when you're deciding whether or not to like or dislike someone. Words are 7% of that message. So the words you speak account for 7% the message that someone is going to take from what you're saying. Tone, a voice, 38%, and body language, 55%. That's more than half. So the human capacity for trust and trusting isn't meted out on an equal basis. Some people are able to trust more easily than others. And, you know, because our mental representations are automatic and not consciously perceived, you know, we can combat their effect on how we interpret events and actions by bringing them into conscious awareness. So if you have trouble trusting people, it may be helpful for you to focus on what you're bringing to the party. Are you interpreting your friends or maybe your partner's words and gestures correctly? Or do you tend to misread the cues and behaviors that indicate he or she actually will be there for you? Are you responding to your internalized script or to what's playing out in real time? Is your script or the people you're choosing to associate with, are they predictable? Can you count on them? And if you can't, why not? Why not? I fell victim to this, you know, recently, <laughs> actually, you know, because in, 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 in a specific portion of what I just said, um, you know, the, the, the aspect of my internalized script or what's playing out in real time, you know, because... If you, have a, if you have a hard time trusting, then, you know, it might be because someone violated your trust when you were very young. Maybe it was your parents or maybe another family member or someone else who, you know, was important to you at the time. Friend, maybe a teacher or something. You know, someone did something that wasn't trustworthy. And that's, that's what's, what's scarred you. You know, I'm not blaming them. Everyone makes mistakes. But sometimes when this happens, you are not the one who has to live with the consequences of either not trusting people or trusting people who don't deserve it and then getting hurt all over again. I recently did a show, uh, I think it was last week we did a show on the Corey Holcomb 5150 show and how... Uh, you know, many of the viewers of that show or people that know Corey specifically know that he does not trust people that he's not familiar with. He just doesn't. He doesn't like to do business with people he doesn't know, regardless of what it is they may be bringing to him and, you know, how it could make his life or those around him easier, better. He doesn't care. And I get that. I get it. I, and I appreciate that more now. Two specific examples that uh, that I cited 
uh, on the last show were both with regards to him bringing people onto his show that he did not know. Comedian Aries Spears was one of, uh, was one of the guys. He was on a show about two weeks ago. Today's Tuesday. So it was two weeks ago tonight. And we all know how that turned out. If you don't, go to our video and find out. <laughs> so flashback to a few years ago. And he had a podcaster named Tommy Sotomayor on his show. And now, you know, there's that ongoing battle between those two camps as a result of what happened when he came on the show. You know, I would love to get them all on the mic one day. That'd be brilliant. I should probably try and start facilitating that. That would be interesting. But the point is, you know, he blindly trusted both of these guys to come on his show, and they both screwed him. <laughs> they both did, and he doesn't trust anybody. Now you know why he might feel that way. So he let his guard down. He said, okay, I'll take a chance, you know. It's not likely to happen again, though, is it? Corey often says, you know, he often says, well, he goes, see, I watch people. I watch people. I'm watching you. <laughs> He's always in analytical mode, it seems. You know, but as a comedian, that's part of what they do. That's, you know, jokes are usually based on life experiences. The good ones, anyway. You know, not saying, you know, that it has to be that way, but, you know, not something sat down and thought out. Usually the ones that just naturally flow. You know, you saw something that you thought was comedic. You turn it into a joke. But I say this because I tend to not watch people. I like to think that most people are good people. And if they are wanting to be around, then, you know, they are there with the best of intentions. So, you know, I, I live in the moment and I'm not trying to overthink things because I let that cloud the reality or, you know, my perception of that reality, I guess. And this goes back to what I said you know, a few minutes ago about being in the moment or internally uh, you know recently I've gone back and looked at a few things that I've been that have been presented to me and thought hmm that person just said something kind of slick to me and I let it pass maybe <coughs> excuse me maybe it was you know a look they shot you after you said something or you know uh, you know but just didn't I just didn't see it at the time you know, when I go back and I'm revisiting things, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but with everyone recording things on their phones now, you know, we have the luxury of going back and revisiting things and seeing bits and pieces we might have missed the first time through. I don't feel as if I have any major trust issues. You know, I think I keep a group around me that's pretty 100, but I, you know... I, I were to let them in on certain aspects of my life, you know, if I were, you know, whether it be financial or otherwise, then you might need to question their motives for being around. You know, I've, I recently found myself not telling someone about my financial situation because I didn't want them to think, you know, uh, how can I put this? I didn't want them to be, like, you know, around me because of something that I could give them. So I'm like, yeah, no, the money, you know, I, you know, this person or that person is helping, you know, facilitate this or that. 
where in reality the money's all coming out of my pocket. <laughs> you know, I own all my own equipment. I own run all my own stuff. You know, I don't rely on anybody to, to fund me for things that I want to do. These are things that I want to do. Because people will look at you differently a lot of times I've learned in my life because you have money. So, you know. Remember I said I don't have major trust issues. <laughs> you, you know, you have to be realistic. Michael Jordan or Brad Pitt would likely find it very hard to meet, you know, like some new, true friends at this stage in their lives. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, not that they would likely need to, but you get my point. People know who they are. And they will say, oh, you know, you're, you know, whoop-de-woo, you know, let's hang out. <laughs> what is your true intention here, if that's the case? It's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy. So people, you know, people lie to us all the time. You know, here's an example. I was out to eat once in L.A. with some friends. You know, I lived in Los Angeles for many years. Food came out, and my friend wasn't happy with her meal. And, you know, so she sent it back, which, you know, happens. The waiter said, oh, you know, sorry, miss, you know, send it back. And, and then he told her that the chef made her a new steak, and that was that. <laughs> well, little did the server know that she had, you know, she did something to the meat, which made it obvious if, you know, it was a new piece that was bringing back, bring, being brought back to her or not. And it wasn't. So she knew what took place. You know, she didn't get the meat that she was told that she was being given. So who knows what happened once, you know, once with that steak, once it went back to the kitchen. I spent many years in the service industries, you know, in the service industry, and even at, you know, a five-star, five-diamond Beverly Hills establishment. Who shall remain nameless? <laughs> but I got a horse on my shirt that's got the same name of the restaurant that's there. But I've seen some things that made me say, really? Really? <laughs> Did you really just do that? And this is... This is the top, top of the line. Beyonce sitting there, you know. Prince. I've, I've served food to Prince. Everybody. And, you know, Angelina Jolie. Everybody's been in there. So I get why people have their guard up. Relationships are usually the biggest one. You know, I don't know a single person that's not had a bad relationship experience. Maybe your friend was spreading rumors behind your back or that work colleague that was taking credit for your work. You know, it, it could have been your best friend sleeping with your partner. Who knows? Then you have your trust betrayed by two people you held near and dear. That's crazy. Crazy stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple ideas here. You know, to help you gain the trust of other people. So if you have people, you know, that maybe have issues trusting you, um, here's some things that you can do to help them, you know, trust you a bit more. This really is good, if, especially if you're in, in sales and advertising, things like that, or, you know, you're, you're in a business where you're trying to pitch something, promotions, things like that. Don't number one is don't underestimate eye contact. Don't ever underestimate eye contact. You know, why is it that we sometimes meet people and feel as though they're untrustworthy? You know, it's the same reason video calls can be awkward. You're literally not seeing eye to eye. Numerous studies have shown that the more people look at each other, the more 
they like each other. So this guy, what's his name? Michael the Sweater, Argyle. Michael Argyle. <laughs> you know, he was, he was a 20th century social psychologist. He found that, you know, we maintain eye contact something like 40 to 60 percent, 40 to 60 percent of the time we're talking to someone. But, you know, we become seemingly much more attentive when we become the listener, maintaining eye contact with the speaker 80% of the time, they have the floor. So, you know, you, you have to gain trust through eye contact. So what, it, what does this mean? You know, to build rapport and gain trust with another person, your gaze should meet theirs about 70 to 80% of the time. This lays the groundwork for how to gain trust by showing that A, you're listening to what they have to say, and B, you like them. Right. So that has to do with what I said on the last show about the Aries Spears situation. He wasn't listening to what they were saying. He was just allowing them to speak and then just going back into whatever he wanted to finish saying. So number two, how to gain trust is mirroring behaviors. I'm sure we've all heard this. You know, when people are engaged in a conversation and it's going well, it's common to see them, you know, subtly imitate each other's body language, crossing your arms, blah, 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 blah. You know, similar posture, stance, gestures, facial expressions. But why, though? Matching nonverbal behaviors creates the sense that people are on the same page and conveys feelings of trust and empathy. So it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Use your voice. Use your voice to your advantage. Research, you know, by Qualified Impressions which is a company they offer you know some useful insight into how voice influences perception and in an, in an analysis of i think it was like 120 executive speeches we read the communications analytics company found that the sound of a speaker's voice matters twice as much as the message itself Researchers used computer software to analyze speakers voices then collected feedback from a panel of 10 experts and a thousand listeners. The speaker's voice quality accounted for 23% of the listener's evaluations. The content of the message accounted for like 11%. Other factors were the speaker's passion, you know, knowledge and his presence. So what does it all mean? It's not what you say, it's how you say it. How to gain trust relies on your awareness of the vocal and the non-verbal clues you're sending. Trust is vital, you guys, for internal harmony and positive social functioning. The ability to effectively trust other people, um, you know, to, to, to trust others helps people live happy, rich lives. That's just what I, what I feel. So as mentioned before, trust is the foundation of most healthy relationships. But sometimes that foundation is shaky because of events that took place in the past. Getting past the issues you have of trusting others it can take a lot of work. Uh, I've given you some ideas on how to trust people, but if you have trust issues, it seems like one of the best ways that I've researched to get over those is, you know, doctors, they suggest therapy. You know, you have to work through that. It's a big thing. But for me, I think it's just down to making better choices in life. You know, you can't erase what's happened in the past, but who you keep around you, the things you say to certain people, and you know, and just bear in mind what you are expecting from those people. 
as long as you trust yourself, I think you'll do all right in the end because, you know, that old gut instinct goes a long, long way. And that's the show, man. That's the word. The word is trust. <laughs> you guys subscribe to the channel for updates. Um, you know, when more videos or podcasts come out, you know, we love to read your comments as well. So this is not going to be a video, obviously. We're just audio tonight. It's just a podcast. But if you head over to v3tv.uk, you can subscribe there. You can see all the videos, all the amazing stuff we do. If you have videos, if you're a musician or a comedian or an actor, you can post your own stuff. So anyway, I'm Vaughn Joseph, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.